Hey everyone, I'm Curtis. I'm Shank. And you're listening to the Good Buds Podcast. Let's smoke some weed, buds. Welcome to the Good Buds Podcast, the show where good buds smoke good buds and talk about them. This is episode 6, airing Monday, September 21st, 2020, on Spotify, YouTube, Anchor, Google, and Apple Podcasts, and many more. Thanks for joining us. Today's episode is brought to you by all you buds listening out there right now. Without you, we would just be one guy with multiple personalities arguing with himself about weed. We absolutely appreciate you for being here. Please hit that like or subscribe button wherever the heck it is on your screen. Now I'm with the show. <laughs> Fight Club was an awesome movie. Curtis, rule one. Uh, um, so how are you doing today, Shank? Oh, I'm doing absolutely fantastic today, man. I I uh, went to the uh, the uh, cannabis store and picked up some new strains today with uh, good, my good buddy here, and uh, we uh, hung out for a little while, played some music, and it was some lovely weather. And a really good day. How about you? Well, I had a good day. Uh, you know, just uh, relaxed. Uh, it was weird though, because while I was out today, uh, somebody came up to me and they're like, "Hey, could could you uh, tell me?" two containers that hold water like what they're like yeah just two sources that hold water i'm like well damn anyway be sure to check us out on facebook instagram and twitter if you like what we're doing check us out on patreon consider donating to the show we will be adding reward tiers in the future we absolutely will now let's get into the review good buds review good buds so curtis what are you burning today well shank today i'm burning on some sunshine number four sunshine number four is a hybrid strain it is initially grown by body seeds and this is actually a uh, hybrid cross blend of chemdog number four and sunshine daydream this strain was actually an award winner for the best hybrid flower at the 2015 High Times Medical Cup in Michigan. And actually around the time that was the winner, I believe I've actually had this strain before. Oh, so, that's awesome. Nice little trip down memory lane for this one. But in terms of the nuggets, it's a very light and very floofy uh, jungle green nuggets. Like, not just fluffy, they are floofy. It has a nice orange tone over the entire thing with these nice little orange hairs that pop out over the, you know, green little coils of the nug, I guess. Nice. Uh, And it's got this nice little dusting of very shiny, shiny crystals throughout the entire thing. So, very, very excellent. Good looking nugs. Oh, yeah. In terms of the scent, it's, uh... Ah. It's a very musky scent, like not as we've mentioned before, not a bad musky. This is a good musky. Yeah. Now, this has like some very nice tropical notes underneath it, and it's got these hints of this piney terpene smell. It's yeah, those, the pinene. Yeah, it's almost like a tangerine grove on the Florabama shore. It, you know, with less ratchet bitches. <laughs> oh, you know how it is. I'm not. I'm not even from the states, and I know what you're talking about. So, uh, what are you going to be smoking on for us today? Uh, today, I am going to be smoking some Houndstooth. It is also it's a sativa, sativa uh, strong sativa. 
um, grown by Tweed. Um, it also won a shiny ribbon at some point. I think twenty uh, something. It was in the nineties, but it won it some was, awards uh, as well. Uh, reading uh, the website, it says uh, twenty twelve. Oh, sweet! So twenty twelve, it won some. Yeah, won a shiny ribbon too, which is awesome. Um, uh, it's a nice dark green and purple hue. Uh, some really beautiful frosted nugs. So they got that nice kind of frosted coating when you look at them. They almost look like a nice field just after a nice frost when you're looking out over it before anybody's walked through it or, you know, you, you oh, did cartwheels through it just to make weird shapes and confuse the neighbors. <laughs> um, and it's got these nice uh, little tight clusters of uh, red hair going all throughout it. Very, very beautiful. Um, it has a musky and strong scent, just like yours. It's a very musky. We're talking like going into a basement, but it's okay. You know, it's not like a creepy basement. It's just like, like going, nice walking into a finished basement. Like, you know, yeah, you're going yeah. underground, but exactly that same feel, same feel like that's, that's the same smell that you get like that nice, like a little bit of a musky smell, um, which is strong, strong forward scent. Uh, but it also has these hints of lemon. Um, and pine underneath that kind of push through and it gives it almost uh, like a sterile cotton smell it's really funny because I showed it to my other half earlier today and uh, when I first got back from the store and she said that it smelled uh, to her like medical gauze <laughs> which was a strange description you know I've never heard marijuana you know described as smelling like medical gauze but that's the you know and like I can kind of see what she means it has a very clean like sterile smell it's really nice it's oh, i love it i love Very it nice. Very it's, nice. it's it's gorgeous um and I, you know i think that these buds would be wonderful in our bongs that we have directly nearby us you are correct you try it out? That. very nice and grind it up and as always uh pictures of the nugs will be on our instagram before the episode so go ahead and check them out there leave us yeah. some likes and uh show them to your friends that would be fantastic we'd well, love with... you forever but with that being said, bro, bongs out, lighters up. Bongs out, lighters up. <coughs> oh, excuse, <coughs> excuse me, folks. Sorry for that. Rest in peace, headphone seizures. Oh, man. Beautiful, Curtis. How's that hitting you, brother? Ooh. So, for me, it's a lot of smoke from... Like, I didn't even take that big of a hit, and it milked really fast, like very nice. smoky hit. But it's very yeah. soft, not harsh at all. It's got this very silky soft. Oh yeah, it's got this very tasty herbal flavor to it. It's almost minty at first, but like not exactly peppermint, but like a subtle spearmint, spearmint subtle. Mm. Um, but it settles into a nice, kind of but it settles into this nice earthy umami taste afterwards. And the whole way through, it has this tropical background to it. I wouldn't exactly call it citrus, but it's very nice, very, very elegant. and Like a mango-y kind of thing? Kind of like a mango. It's not exactly pina colada or coconut. It just tastes like, you know, like ocean breeze or palm trees or something. It just gives me that feeling. But I can feel it in my head, and it's very nice. Um, How about you? How's it feeling for you? Oh, man, that's gravy, dude. It's the best way I can describe it. Gravy? It's like gravy. It's got this smooth, smooth consistency. Um, it's a, it's like Barry White's voice, but in smoke form. It's like very smooth oh, and robust. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Let's get it out. 
It's like, but it's fantastic, man. I can't do justice to that. And I apologize to anybody who just had to hear that. But it has a very full mouthfeel, like very strong, full mouthfeel. Um, and uh, it uh, has a peppery taste, like a peppery, um, like as in like table pepper, um, pepper corn type flavor with a very strong pine <laughs> pepper scent pot. Yeah, pepper sorry, pot. Sorry, Tony ah. Shark. Yeah, sorry, Tony. I'm smoking your wife. Uh, but uh, but it has a and very strong. And your wife is smoking. Hey, <laughs> hey, um, But uh, so it's got a strong pine scent though as well. Uh, like it's very like you can smell it, but you can't really taste the pineine. It's but the smoke has like a pine tree burning kind of flavored like scent to it, which is nice. I love that smell. Um, and uh, when you take a toke, it is clean. It's like you take it and your mouth has no um, dry or resiny or sticky after feeling. Your throat doesn't burn at all. Um, it has a very smooth, lovely, mellow smoke um, in and out. Uh, it doesn't feel like even though it's very robust um, and flavorful. Um, and it's counterintuitive to the scent. It doesn't taste like it would smell. Uh, smelled beforehand, exactly. But it's delicious, man. I think it's fantastic. Excellent. Very nice, man. Very nice. Yeah, man. So, uh, like, I think that, uh, obviously, you don't want me to use my psychic powers as evidence. But oh, I hold know up, hold they... up, bro. We still need yeah. some reviews in here. Oh, shoot, yeah, I forgot. Wait, we didn't do the the general reactions from people online that also reviewed the strains, did we? Of course. As always, I can't the... forget that. Of course, these are the opinions of people who have already uh, stoners on the internet, and we are more stoners on the internet, adding our opinion. Opinions. But according to the general conception of Sunshine Number 4, it has a very happy and uplifting high. It's got a very nice euphoric body high. It does have a bit of talkative aspect to it, so I might be outshining on this one, Shank. We'll see. Awesome, buddy. I'm okay with that. <laughs> And it also has some nice stress and pain relief features. Fantastic. Always good in the strain. Oh, yeah. As for your houndstooth, it's looking like it's a very happy high, a nice energetic, but at the same time, calming, which nice. is a little counterintuitive, but hey. Hey, that's, I, I can be it's calm all... and full of energy. <laughs> it's also <laughs> a nice focusing weed. It's great for social events or for relaxing at home and working on a hobby. Oh, it's like like, like a podcast or something. Yeah. Not, not like this one. Yeah, no, this is ours. This one's ours, not like this one. But you could work on a podcast if you... Yeah, this is this is going to be... I think this is going to be a good episode, Curtis. Oh, yeah. But Sweet, man. as you were saying before, yeah, we got uh, joints four... here, joint there. It's 420 somewhere. It is indeed 420 somewhere. Let's uh, light them up, boys. Tokeshkabokes. Oh, man. Ooh, tastes even better in the joint, man. That's fantastic. What kind, of, what kind of paper are you smoking off today? Today I am burning once again out of my good old reliable OCB ultra thin papers. Nice. Um, nice and uh, rolled a nice cone today, uh, just to enjoy that nice thick hit at the beginning and let it taper off as a, uh, as the show goes on until I like my next one. <laughs> yeah. How about you? What are you What are you burning out of? Uh, today I'm burning out of a Rolling Stones extra large rolling paper. Uh, hey, these ones I... are basic, nice. but it's packs a hey. nice chunky bit of weed hey. in there. 
at least at least you can't say without you can't say that with that weed in there you you can't get no satisfaction right no 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 <laughs> that was nice that was excellent yeah yeah stones i love the stones <laughs> oh, oh shit that's... corona oh um, um, anyway um um so yeah this is uh so dude i got an awesome story from earlier today though like coolest thing Oh, yeah. Um, well, I don't know about coolest thing. I mean, you know, like, honestly, if someone introduced me to, like, you know, like a real-life hover, like, jetpack or something like that. There's cool things out there, folks. But this is, like, a pretty cool thing for me. I like it. At least it touched me a little bit. Um, but when I, as I said earlier, I went to the cannabis store, right? Right. I was buying, buying some new strains of Cheeb and some strains that I've done before. I actually picked up some more of that Lemon Riot that we uh, reviewed in, I believe, that was what... Uh, uh, that was... I don't think we've done that no, one. No, we haven't done Lemon Riot yet. I'm going no. to, though. That's one that I, I plan on in the future. Oh my god, you guys are getting to see a glimpse of the future episodes. We won't tell you which one, though. Uh, but uh, but I got some Lemon Riot, which is one of my favorite strains. Uh, one of. Um, I've also picked up some chocolate fondue, um, because I felt like I was in a very chocolatey mood, and I picked up right. some of the, the houndstooth that uh, we're smoking now. And when I was there... Um, I walked in and there was an older lady standing in there, which is, you know, personally, I think that's badass, you know, like I hope that someday when I'm 80 or 60 or 70, she, to be fair, she looked like she was probably only like 60, like, but right. 60, maybe, maybe mid sixties. Um, and, uh, so, but she was standing there and she was looking at their strain log and stuff. And I kind of went over and was browsing some of the strains and she was looking at a few of them. And I said, Oh, there's a lot of really cool stuff around here to, to pick from. And she said, yeah, absolutely. It's like it's great. There's all kinds of stuff, you know. It's really overwhelming sometimes, but it's really cool. And I was like, yeah, I know. Like there's a lot to pick from, you know. Me and my good friend, my bud, uh, started a podcast online reviewing a lot of these strains. Hey, um, that's and me. you know, like yeah, that's you. I was talking about right. I mentioned you. And I'd say yeah. I was like my bud. Uh, so we started a podcast, and um, you know, like we're reviewing a lot of these strains for people that you know, like are interested in kind of getting an idea of what the strains are about without necessarily trying them right away. Um, and like, you know, just, or at least how they affect us because we know they affect everyone differently. And so I talked to her for a minute and I told her a couple of my favorite strains and stuff like that and everything else. And, um, you know, just, we chatted for a moment and I got called to the cash and got my, you know, bought my product and I left the store and on my way out as I was leaving the mall, um, she kind of called out. She was like, "Hey, you know, hey," um, and I turned around and I was like, "Oh, hey!" And she's like, "What was the what's the name of your podcast?" And I was like, "Oh, it's the Good Buds Podcast, the podcast where good buds smoke weed and talk about it." You know, you fucked up my slogan. Ah. Uh, no, the, yeah, I know I fucked it up, but uh, like, but, uh, the good, the, but I didn't really say the full slogan. I actually just said uh, the Good Buds Podcast, and I told her, you know, you can find it on Anchor, Spotify, YouTube. Apple everywhere. podcast Google everywhere like everywhere where you can stream and she said that's really really great and I told her you know it is kind of you know goofy and there are you know afterwards we talk about all kinds of random things but we you know you know we always start off the episode with a review of a strain and we are even though we joke around sometimes in it we are serious about our reviews we let people know how they feel to us and you know like just after that we just kind of joke around and talk about weed news and other things and she said, that's 
really great and she's going to check us out. So if you're listening to this right now, um, I want you to know that you brightened my day by interacting with me. And, you know, like that chat we had was awesome. And I love that you can pop into the NSLC. And I really hope that my suggestions um, treated you really well. I really do. Yeah. As on my aspect, as an American who's never met you before, hi, thanks for joining us. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, you would love you would love Curtis if you met him in person, if you got to chat with him. He's just as he's just as you know, just as outgoing and kind as 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 I am, right? So you would you would have loved him too. If he was in the store, you guys probably would have had the same chat, right? But um, no, but yeah, it was that's a... absolutely incredible that like we've gotten to the point where you know anybody can just walk into these stores and be like you know it's not you know yeah. you have to have a medical there's no stigma the stigma is gone there's it's, no it's more like, stigma an, anybody can walk keep, into these yeah. stores and freely and it feels good buy this, it feels good and of age of course and you could tell that she like you know she was comfortable there it wasn't like nervous or anything like that like and you know the employees there are pretty knowledgeable they're willing to walk customers through like talk them through certain things like if a customer is not sure what they want like there's all kinds of resources and everything else, right? But it's cool having like a person-to-person chat and just kind of being like, hey, you know, these are strains I enjoy, and you know, having her, you know, like be like, oh, that's that's really interesting, you know, because it reminds me of when I was a kid, you know, and you would have never imagined like you know being able to just casually and openly have a conversation first and foremost in public about cannabis, like just openly be like, oh, this is my favorite strain in the middle of a, sh- a store. Right, you know, let alone and, a store and, that's selling cannabis. Yeah, let alone a store that's selling cannabis. Yeah, that's another thing. And also, like the fact that just like, you know, older people would always seem to have they always the at least the vocal majority, um, the vocal ones about it seem to be very anti-cannabis use, right. even though there are so many benefits to it. Like, I mean, overall, like a lot of like but even and but it, I, i'm always reminded every now and then like that there are a lot of people out there you know that they went to woodstock bro oh yeah but at the same <laughs> yeah. time there's always been this stigma against you know mm-hmm. smoking marijuana and i can see a lot of these older people who definitely grew up in a time where it was you know you were either or the devil's lettuce or it was you know they were the devil's lettuce users. Insert like insert that. my favorite my my favorite weed propaganda here. That's like a dude standing on a bed with a tuba or a French horn, blowing it into a woman's butt on a like while they're standing on the bed, and it said, "This isn't normal, but on cannabis it is." Awesome. And I was like, dude, that is the most lit ad I've ever seen in my life. Like, I wouldn't like I even if I didn't smoke weed and I saw that ad, I'd be like, man, where can I get a gram? right now i need a french ad. horn like i need a, yeah like like we'll, we'll we'll find that i mean we can hopefully we if, can we'll share it on but anyway. instagram i'm sure we can uh, but, but yeah anyway. like end up but yeah like it's in it's i get you it's it's great that those people did grow up like that and even now they're starting to conform more, or not conform more but they're starting to openly accept it more as an alternative for them uh and even here in i know you don't exactly have this in Canada, but here in Michigan, uh, we even have, you know, delivery services that have especially boomed since COVID-19. Oh, I hope these, Canada gets those. And these delivery services will have an app or a website where you can search all the strains they have, <laughs> or you can go through Leafly even. Which <laughs> DoorDash. Love Leafly. DoorBash. DoorHash. Um, oh my God, dude. <laughs> don't, is that, if that's a, is that a business? Is that like sure. an actual door hash? I'm pretty sure one of them is called door hash. 
Okay, because I was gonna say if one of them is not, if you look that up, if you Google that right now, or if in it's the future, not anyone, used, if it's not, somebody... this is our moment where we're trademarking it. If like anybody in the future tries to use that name, we are claiming it right now. I don't know what we're gonna use it for, but it's we'll ours. figure it out. It's part of our group now. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, um... it's part of our brand now. The, the the what is it? The Good Buds Broadcast Network, the greater the yes. greater whole that we've hinted at. It's like the Marvel Cinematic Universe, but we've only had you've only had one glimpse into it so far. Exactly. We're still on the first Incredible Hulk movie. Yeah, yeah, or like not even. We're we're at we're at like Captain America: The First Avenger. Not even. Anyway, um, I but... want to be Bucky Burns. <laughs> so, right, go ahead. But yeah, so these delivery systems are making it way easier for elderly people to be able to, you know, not have to deal with that stigma of I don't want to ruin my reputation or anything like that by going to get cannabis strictly for the fact of medical oh, yeah. or healing reasons i don't yeah. you know they they don't want to be considered stoner dropouts or anything like that but at yeah. their age this is something that could really help them as opposed to harsh drugs or oxycodone or oxycontin or any sort of prescription opioids uh even my dad like he hasn't been prescribed marijuana or anything like that but for the past 20 or so years because of chronic pain that he's been having rather than dealing with it in any other way they've just been prescribing him increasing doses of fentanyl yep opioids, my dad has man. been taken for 20 years and he finally got to a doctor where they're like why the fuck are they doing that like no yeah why are they still you giving you that? that so yeah for the past year before covid my dad was pretty much going through slight withdrawal system oh absolutely well i know my uncle went my uncle went through the same thing uh, because he was they had my uncle on oxycodone and it did the same thing to him man like it's like you know he they he finally hit a good doctor who was like what the fuck (laughs) you know like why why are they doing why are they pumping so many drugs into you like you know but it's it's nice that these old people are becoming more woke to this you know opioid epidemic and prescription painkillers and stuff like that and they're switching Absolutely. to cannabis which yeah i believe like, i believe certain prescription pills in certain doses are good but it's all about moderation yeah. in all aspects well Same actually with cannabis. actually it's a it's a funny fact um this leads perfectly into a news article that i read so uh oh really well yeah it's a sounding like some time for some Weed News Worldwide. And this article is brought to us from 420 Intel, and it says that research shows medical cannabis, well, cannabis in general, improved seniors' quality of life. So uh, basically the article breaks down the fact that obviously getting old sucks. The more you age, you know, your body breaks down a little bit, you know. And for example, my, my right knee couple weeks ago randomly started aching did i hurt it nope did i bump it nope did i strain it wrong someday not that i know of just one day i woke up suddenly i have a sore knee won't go away and uh that's uh basically it says in the article it's words i was about to say myself is that it's a reality that cannot be overcome so they did uh basically you know they were uh checking into things and uh they were doing some studies and they found that cannabis, uh, it's a recent study, explored seniors. It's specifically targeted seniors to check out with them. And um, it uh, tested them for cannabis and reported on their quality of life. And the results are raising a lot of eyebrows. 
I like that term. So uh, what they found is that the team of research uh, did a study where they talked to a bunch of senior citizens, people over 60, and asked them questions about their general quality of life. Um, some of the seniors that participated in the study uh, reported that they already used cannabis for medical purposes, um, and other seniors involved in the study reported that they did not take any kind of cannabis. Um, so basically a quote from the one of the researchers said we identified a strong positive association between higher frequency of cannabis use and improvements to <laughs> hrql yeah <laughs> higher um higher frequency of cannabis use cannabis use and hrql and hcu that's uh like healthcare utilization scores yeah. and stuff like that and it's basically it's yeah their qual and their quality of life right um, so their modeling also identified a strong positive relationship between higher frequency of cannabis use and self-reported improvements of pain symptoms. So basically, whether a doctor prescribed it or not, they're reporting the fact that when they smoke cannabis, they're noting that they feel better. You know, if they smoke more weed, they hurt less. Of course, which is cool because I feel the exact same way, both emotionally and physically. Um, so, <laughs> uh, so uh, basically, and it's cool because this it's research... It's it'll help me throughout all of my life then. I know, right? And it's like alcohol, the cause and solution to all of life's problems, as a uh, family guy would call it, I think. Or is that oh. The Simpsons? I, I think they know. both probably said it at some point. But speaking of alcohol, that actually brings me into my first news story. Oh. Uh, this one actually kind of affects us a little bit. Oh my goodness! Okay, well, but the only last thing about that uh, about oh. that news story before we move on to the next one is that um, they are saying that obviously you should listen to your doctors and take recommended medications. Like you were saying before, there are places for opioids. It's just not a fix-all, and that cannabis should be. And... The study proves that cannabis should be used more um, and promoted more to elderly people to promote their quality of life. Absolutely, and speaking yeah. so, even further yeah. on that, even more goes into my next news point which is even yeah. more ironic but yeah. this one is twitter is now partnering with the federal government on a cam huh? on a campaign that is flagging marijuana searches while also oh. giving alcohol a pass so oh essentially what is happening is the uh federal government for united states at least and in a collaboration with the substance abuse and mental health service administration uh, they have begun working with Twitter on their social media platform to uh, essentially promote substance misuse treatment resources for people who are searching for marijuana or other certain substance-related keywords, such as opioids, heroin, crack, cocaine, crack, you know, anything that they're familiar with. However... Yeah. Now, on all these searches, if you openly search for them, uh, it doesn't report you or anything like that, but what <clears> pops up is a notification that says, help is available. If you or someone you know is struggling with substance abuse, uh, you are not alone. Our partner, SAMHSA, which is the Substance Abuse and Mental Health Service Administration, uh, and then it gives their number below, and it says that they can help. Uh, the ad comes up in both English and Spanish, and a media buttons to reach out right from there. Now, okay, for, first and foremost, just really quick, I agree that if people are 
abusing substances. They're not using it with the correct moderation and the correct, you know, like, you know, responsibility. Right. They should get the help they need. But I fundamentally disagree with the concept that that message is going to pop up for cannabis and not for alcohol. That I agree with. Because as of right now, there is no health warning or nothing like that coming up for alcohol. It is yeah, because that's how I understood what use. you're saying, right? Like, Correct. There is nothing. It even says right here that even though it is promoting the substance misuse treatment for uh, narcotics and stuff like that, narcotics, opioids, Good. it's Good not doing it for alcohol. Bad and thing. At the same time, you know, Smirnoff, fucking... Tito's vodka, absolute vodka. Well, you know, even why, though right? they specifically say they enjoy responsibly, you can still openly search for them with no warning. Yeah, you know why though, right? Because they're dollars. More. Of ad course. dollars. Yeah, it's it's that's why it is. It's ad dollars because those those platforms would absolutely never turn on companies that advertise heavily in them because they're what props them up. Exactly. Because those companies buy their consumers' data. So, like, you know, Facebook or Twitter or Instagram, whatever, will go and, like, you know, collect information about its users. And then those big advertisers will take that data. They'll buy it from Facebook or Instagram or whatever. And, like, you know, it's part of what you agree to when you sign up for it. I signed up for it. I do it. Whatever. I'm not – I don't really have anything that's worth buying. But, hey, if they're going to waste their money, whatever. Um, But basically – then those advertisers use that to target their advertising and everything else, right? So it's like the the fact that I could go on Twitter and, like, look up Jose Cuervo and have, like, you would a be bunch advertised. of di- different shit, a bunch of different shit and ads and everything else for Jose Cuervo and, like, fucking, like, yeah. you know, different, like, you know, different, like, influencers with – I'm doing bunny ears right now with anyway. my fingers, the influencers – different influencers all doing like you know shots of jose cuervo and stuff like that right and if i searched cannabis or i searched medical marijuana and i had the word marijuana in there they would flag that well <laughs> like no what? they're not but no they would maybe. they wouldn't they wouldn't stop me but they would like flag it and they would like basically it would pop up and say hey if you're if you're taking drugs too much if you're on, yeah on twitter you know for sure like and it's like it's like dude it's like stupid. first and foremost like but, by us, by a lot of people's standards, we would do drugs too much, right, Curtis? Yeah, I guess. Like by by some people's standards. No, I, I don't mean, do but drugs. We, I do pot. Exactly, we don't. We smoke we smoke cannabis, and that's exactly it. By some people's standards, they would say, "Oh, you guys do drugs too much." But we You're an smoke idiot. cannabis. I smoke pot, and we exactly, and we do it in a way that's responsible. We get our shit done. We, you know, we make sure that we're safe responsible and we're but, you know moderate <laughs> so See, i moderate myself i don't smoke weed when i'm sleeping i don't know if they are going to put that message up i think they should put it up for alcohol as well but regardless if you do feel like you are have you do have a problem absolutely find somebody get help there's yeah. no problem with talking to somebody yeah. about a problem yeah, there's no sh- no shame in, no, if there's no shame in being human doesn't matter if it's alcohol, marijuana, opioids, you know. Yeah. I'm not nobody here is gonna be like Bob Seeger or not Bob Seeger, fucking Bob Saget and say I've smoked suck dick for crack. You're an idiot. Yeah, no. There's no diminishing addictions. If you feel like your life is somehow impacted in a negative way 
from using a substance too much. Um, Seek help. Or, like, just, you know, talk to some people. And don't, like, you know, don't feel any shame or judgment for it. Like, and if the people that you're talking to make you feel judged, you're talking to the wrong people because there are people out there. There are many, many help services that you can talk to. They will not make you feel judged, and they will help you make sure that you moderate yourself. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. But I figured I'd bring that up, considering most of our uh, Twitter posts do have the hashtag marijuana or the hashtag weed in there. So Absolutely. if you are trying to look up our posts, it may be you know a little weird yeah. for you. But yeah, you may depends. get that message. And if you At do, this... if you get that message, screenshot it and like show us. You know what? Tweet it Actually, at us so that we know. Because I you would know like to know. Actually, everybody who's listening right now, go check out our Twitter page and see if uh, it pops up. If not, then yeah. follow us. If it does, it's then a... follow us. At at Good Buds? No, it's uh, at Buds Podcast on Twitter. Uh, at Buds Podcast, yeah, at Buds Podcast. Yes, check us out. We have a Z or Z in there, no S. Yeah, yeah, no S. Well, there is an S in podcast, but Z for Buds. You get it. You know what we're talking about. All right, but anyway, that's fucking so wild, man. That's so that. But I have another thing here that has to do with cannabis news. Ooh, um, and this one has to deal with the youngins going off to school and oh um, yeah man it's pretty awesome so basically what this article is about it's uh, sourced from leafly nice. um it says college students that are taking a covid gap year you know uh, what is it uh corona break or whatever uh, right um but uh um they are apparently uh turning to cannabis jobs um, there's, uh, the article basically breaks down the fact that, uh, COVID-19 has wreaked ha- havoc on college education, um, because, uh, you know, they've done some polls and they found that a lot of students, um, actually about 22%, that's almost a quarter of, uh, all college students that they, uh, that they polled said they right. would not be re-enrolling back in school. Like they wouldn't go back for the next hmm. semester. They're just dropping out at least for now. Right. right? And uh, the majority of them say that they're not happy with the fact that the courses are switching over to remote learning because they don't feel that remote learning is as valuable as the classroom experience would be. Um, I don't know if you agree. I'm definitely a hands-on learner, so learning strictly through video would be... Depends on the subject for me. Yeah. Some things things would be... If I'm learning something physical like science, then yes. But if it's Mm. something that like math or english i can do that online yeah oh yeah absolutely and i mean that kind of thing like if it's more of a theory thing but it's like a lot of courses that even like you know like nursing and other things that require practical if it's anything that requires practical hands-on use or experience then i have to be there exactly like with my job as a cook i couldn't do a cooking class online. exactly you couldn't do a cooking class online right but a lot of these courses even cooking courses are going online they're basically like okay just put your laptop in your kitchen and we'll teach you you know you sit you stay home you pick up the ingredients for the course i mean i could get through it but that would be such a fucking bullshit it's it's a bullshit way to do it because you can't directly just ask the teacher something like in a classroom setting you can be like yo teach this part and the teacher can be like immediate correction, and you can be like sweet, not and then to mention, carry on. Not to mention, in most like, cooking like, classes, they pro- they usually pair you up with one or two or three other people. You know, you get paired yeah, in a group, so, so you only so have you can to do learn to one cook part. with others. Yeah, you learn to cook with others, and you do one part. Somebody else does another part. If you're at home, you have to do all the parts by yourself. Exactly. So they can either only show you one part per day, or they you have to cook a four course meal 
in yeah, front of somebody right to, then you, and there. Yeah, you, you need to figure shit out right then, right? And but that's I'm not what I mean, entirely so... sure if you are in a cooking class. Let me know. Comment down below. Yeah, if you are, that's awesome. Hey, sweet. Um, oh. But, uh, like, that'd be great. But what it is is uh, they're saying it's too friggin' expensive for the fact that they're going to be sitting in their homes in their pajama pants learning. They're going to have to um, pay the, almost the same amount. Tuition I fees, know, at least. Right? Yeah, I know, right? That's what I'm saying. They're going to have to pay the exact same amount but to sit at home in their pajama pants and learn on the computer. And what a lot of them realized is that there are marijuana colleges or marijuana universities, they like to call themselves, out there. Did you know these things exist? I did. Uh, yeah. I've seen a couple ads for a couple of them. I have yeah, I've heard of a few, but... but I mean, I didn't know that they were like a big thing. I, I th Well, I realize now that the industry is booming. It's probably going to get bigger, right? Oh, yeah. Um, but yeah, so apparently, <clears throat> pardon me, a lot of students who are taking a gap year um, have been, in, instead of going back to their regular college courses they were enrolled in, um, they've started enrolling in cannabis universities because it's substantially cheaper. Um, and even though it is an online course, so they can take it from home, like sitting in their house, it's substantially cheaper in most cases than a traditional college would be. And um, basically, there are, uh, there's a, a company in Miami, Florida called Hempstaff. They're like a marijuana, like big marijuana conglomerate kind of thing they own a bunch of yeah. different stuff uh their ceo uh basically said that we're seeing a, a quote from him that says we're seeing a lot of jobs coming in because the industry was deemed essential so like because cannabis this is the coolest thing curtis in our yeah. lifetime cannabis has been deemed an essential service absolutely this is a beautiful thing, folks. Everybody listening out there, burn one right now, light one up, toast one, hit a dab, do whatever you got to do in celebration of the fact that in our lifetime, the government, like, you know, like in businesses and everybody out there in the world somewhere has deemed cannabis to be an essential service during a global pandemic when, you know, that's something that's it's amazing. It's something that's beautiful to me because... Tearing up a little bit. <laughs> for me, it's, I believe, two or three years ago now, marijuana was officially voted legal in yeah. Michigan. So, within... Actually, that... I, remember, I remember reading about that on the news. Yeah, we so within two to three years, it went from being illegal recreationally, but still legal medically, of course. But yeah. being illegal recreationally to... Almost to decriminalize, to legal, but not sold in stores, to now being sold in stores, to now being deemed an essential business that delivers it to your house, whether you're a medical patient or not. Yeah, anybody who says we don't live in the future is fucking looking at the past too much, man. Like we I, live the best, in the future. I'm ordering it off a small computer that I have that dude, fits in my pocket. Dude, you We're have a computer future. in your pocket. You have a computer in your pocket that has more brains than what NASA used to put you're people You're probably on listening food. to this to a tiny computer. It's in your pocket. Like straight up. Like you yeah, and like speakers that are so like hyper small that you can wear them on your head without your neck breaking. That's incredible. Have you ever seen a speaker from the 1970s, Curtis? Yes. Yeah, you can lift one of those up once, and that's your curls for the week. You can lift one of those <laughs> up, and that's your back for your life. Like, yeah, you're done. You're done. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, so anyway, with that news story, um, like, they were asked to, like, the, basically, the CEO, same dude from before. Um, actually, no, he's, uh, what was it? This is the same company. Um, yeah. He's, uh, he, he works there. And he was asked, why cannabis? And he was basically saying that cannabis is rated as one of the fastest growing industries in the world right now. And um, so it's it's the it's hilarious because 
since it's an since it's an essential business, it actually reported a sales boom during COVID, which like normally most businesses had an economic downturn. Even pizza shops took a little bit of a hit. And Curtis, you're in the food industry. You know the oh, rule about business, pizza shops. Our business took a massive hit, and I know, yeah, but you know the rule shops. about pizza shops, though, right? If the pizza shops start going down, we're all fucked. Yeah, dude, the pizza shops are fucking recession proof. Like those things are bulletproof businesses. If you run it properly, all you gotta do is skimp on the cheese a little bit. When times are lean, you cut back on the cheese a little bit, and the pepperoni. And you're good, and the pepperoni. Yeah, slice you cut is back. Fine. Yeah, you cut back a little bit, and in lean times, and you can still operate the business, and people will still buy your product. If you go and, like, three you pepperonis per slice, you're fine. You uh, you take steak off the menu, you take the anchovies off, you just go with pepperoni, some cheese, a little bit of uh, some veggies over here and there, some extra meats, that's all you gotta do. But if you go any higher than that, you fucked. Little Caesars got it right. Five dollar, mm. hot, ready, uh, pepperoni, cheese. You good. Exactly, and that's exactly it. Pizza shops are, are recession proof. And so, like, that's the thing, man, is it's like... It's one of those things where cannabis apparently is like a pizza shop, my friend. It's uh, it's, it's it, yeah, it's recession proof. It's oh, done yeah. amazingly well. Like cannabis businesses are thriving. It's the fastest growing industry out there. Um, basically, it's great because it's it's funny because uh, actually the CEO before, um, like you know, like the dude from before yeah. said the same dude said. While CEOs are no longer making ridiculous figures that they were making before, we're still seeing a lot of jobs coming in and promotions happening because the cannabis industry was deemed essential. So basically what they did is what literally every fucking industry in the world should do in the middle of this pandemic and stop paying their CEOs hundreds of thousands of dollars and give it to their customers. Like, you know, if you can afford to pay your CEO half a million dollars every six months put that shit into your customers you know pay them a quarter of a million dollars every six months you now have two hundred and fifty thousand dollars that you can chuck at your customers and help them you know it's like that'd be amazing and that's what they're doing that's what the weed industry is doing they're actually hiring more people creating more jobs and keeping their product at a reasonable price, at least in most places where there aren't shortages. Right. And, you know, and the industry is still growing because their CEOs took pay cuts. They were like, you know what, listen, we can take those pay cuts because we know that in the long run, the people that work with us and the people that work for us and in the industry are the ones that are going to help us make this money. Absolutely. You know, and they're gonna, they would rather, yeah. you know, lower, like lower their pay down more and fix the company. It's amazing. Absolutely. And... On top of adding jobs, there's also a lot of places that are just booming with adding new uh, businesses and new opportunities for other people. Uh, if you're all set with that, that actually brings me into my next news topic. Oh, yeah, man. Roll into it, brother. What's that? Well, there's a brand new Canvas testing lab that's opening in New York. Yeah. But it's got a catch. It's opening in a former prison. Oh, straight up? Straight up. <laughs> Dude, that's awesome, bro. So it is the So this lab will be strategically located near the state's cannabis belt, close to the black I love when people I love when people say strategically, sorry, but go ahead, brother. Strategically. And it'll be close to the black dirt region of the southwestern part of Orange County in New York. The prison originally closed in twenty eleven 
And before that, it was a youth reform farm where troubled youth could work with farm animals. Wait a minute, I remember reading a Wikipedia article that had a place that was a similar description. Where's this going, man? You'll, hold up, you got this. Yeah. This is in the town of Warwick, um, before it got established as the Warwick Valley Office and Technological Corporate Park, where it yeah. then became uh, the cannabis thing that it came to today. Now... Nice. Before all of that, when this was the prison, yeah. after it had closed down in 2011, between the time of that and being uh, the Office of Technology, it was actually a set for a popular no TV show. Orange I think I know the, which one. Orange is the New Black. Oh my god. The prison from Orange is the New Black is becoming a marijuana testing facility. Oh, man, I guess green is the new orange, eh? Green is the new orange, which is the new black in yeah. the black dirt region of Orange County. Yeah, that's... Oh, my God, dude. That's fucking meta. Dude, layers, bro. <laughs> layers. Oh, my God. But, dude, that's amazing. So, they're making... So, okay, so, like, it's a factory, so it's, like, going to be, like, producing cannabis or, or uh, processing cannabis, I assume? Uh, it's going to be... Uh, it looks like one of their main focuses as of right now is going to be hemp, which I have Pigeon. talked about yep. uh, hemp uh, improvements by the USDA Sweet. in America, which Sweet. there is actually a subject about that. I will talk about a little Sweet. bit. Update. CBD beef. CBD beef. CBD beef. Um, <laughs> but this is going to increase uh, hemp development in a cluster in Warwick to uh, help them increase their tax revenue. The lab itself now, is by Kaicha Labs. Question down in the comments real quick, though, before we continue. Is it pronounced Warwick or Warwick? Because I've, I've heard that the W, the second W, Warwick. Like, like, I've heard that it, it's supposed to be pronounced, like, Warwick. Like, that you're supposed to just kind of, like, out the second W, so it's, like, Warwick. So it's, like, Warwick. But, like, I don't know. sounds stupid, but... I don't know, man. At the same time, we have an island called Mackinac that clearly has a C at the end of it. We have we have a place here called Nictaw. It ends in an X. So, Warwa. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we also have a place up here. We have, like, a place in Nova Scotia called Tatamagouche. Okay, no, I did so, not say tat on my gooch. So uh, anyway, go ahead. go ahead. Yeah. Um. So Kaicha Labs is the name of the labs, and yep. it's on the old prison site. It's a nine thousand square foot testing lab on the former Mid Orange State Correctional Facility site. Cool. Uh, the oh, the lab officially opened with a ribbon cutting ceremony this Monday and is ready to begin testing for the area. Uh, this was posted on September fifteenth. So actually, this was posted today when we're recording. Oh. So, our uh, our last episode is when this was opened. Oh, that's amazing! Go check it out. That's uh, fantastic. Yeah, go check. Below. Yeah, well, yeah, check out the links down below for uh, the last episode. Um, if um, you, well, I hope you listen to it before this one. That would that would just be Warwick I mean, has continuity. Been... This is a very fine continuity. Yes, but no, go ahead. A quote from the work. founder and CEO of Kaicha Labs, Marco Padone. Mm -hmm is Warwick, Warwick has... Oh, what a name, dude. Marco Padone. Marco Padone. We got some... There are some really good names that come through here. There are some solid freaking but, names uh, around here, man. But Warwick has been known for its agricultural background and its interest in technology. Both of those do combine together 
in this type of facility. Then you have Warwick's proximity to New York City, which is going to be really 80% of the market in New York State, said founder. Well, yeah, well, I mean, straight up, I, if, like, that's the thing. So it's like, so they're going to be studying mostly hemp, right? Uh, yeah, I believe so. Uh, let's see. Uh, another quote from him is, we, or further quotes from him, we check for potency uh, we look for pesticides, biotoxins, oh, and heavy metals. I know. Okay, I'm getting what they do and now. Okay. On top of that, we provide detailed and comprehensive certificates of analysis for all tests we perform in accordance with yep. both state and federal regulations. No, I we, dig it. I know exactly what they are yes, now, man. They like, test I dig and it. they test it all. Uh, we develop and validate all testing methods utilized by our networks of laboratories. These methods are approved by the United States Food and Drug Administration, the International Standardization Organization, United States Department Good. of Agriculture, Food Safety and Inspection Services, and the Association of Analytical Chemists. <laughs> nice. Fuck. I like it. I like it. That's good to know, though, because that's that just means that they, like, you know, they're making sure it's safe. They're making sure that the, yep. the marijuana that's grown isn't grown with anything yeah, I don't that's going to be harmful and everything yeah. else. And, and I don't cool know if they like, are personally growing there. I'm sure they're going to have no, a couple no, no. test what they subjects, are, I, what but I they, are, they are a, they are a test, testing a test subject. subject, yes. And I think that's great because, like, what they need, they need more of those. They definitely do because right now, um, new strains that come to market, it's crazy because um, if you're a new company, I was reading something a while back. Um, I don't have the source. I will look for the source for next episode, I promise you folks. Um, I'll search for it. But, Speaking uh, of which, the source of this news article is High Times, if I haven't said uh, that. Yes, high times. Uh, but I'll search for the source of this. But I recall reading that um, new tests, like new strains, like new companies that want to release a strain to market, um, they have to go through an extremely lengthy process, which in some ways is good because it means they're thorough. Of course. But, but that would be if the reason that it was a long process was the fact that it was thorough because the thorough testing can be done fairly quickly it can be done in a matter of actually months if they focus on one specific thing but they don't because of course there's hundreds at a time um, so they have to divide resources and everything else and that kind of thing but it's mostly the red tape that businesses need to get their strain to a testing center because testing centers are so few and far between that that you know if you want to get your strain tested by the government to be approved for sale, then you need to you be put to on a waiting list. Like, yeah, you're put on a waiting list, and they're like, we've got, we've got X amount of testing centers. They're busy as hell right now, so we'll call you. You know, we'll call you and let you know when, you know, it's available. Or, yes, you can send your sample to the testing lab, but the testing lab has, like, 4,000 samples for, like, you know, back order, backlogged, so they can't keep up. So this new one opening, hopefully you said it's a bigger one, right? You said they had said uh, nine thousand square feet, and so it's a larger one. So that means they're probably going to be able to first and foremost hire more people there. Oh yeah, which is great. More local jobs, bitchin'. Always right. American jobs, fuck yeah, and American cannabis jobs, fuck fuck yeah. So like basically, they're going to be able to test this cannabis more efficiently because they can spread it out to more testing centers and that way it'll be able to get to market faster meaning you curtis will probably have more weed strains to review for this podcast as new companies get approved for sale in the estates oh yeah oh we 
I'm already getting stuff from Michigan, from California, and from Oregon. Um, yep. Some homegrown stuff. So it's always And as nice. more and more states pop up with their legalization, right, they're going to have to start getting it tested. Stuff's going to get crazy. You're going to get some, like, you're going to get some, what was it, uh, fucking Florida Bama? What were you saying earlier? Some Florida Bama shore weed. Yeah, Florida Bama shore weed, yeah. <laughs> Florida Bama turnpikes. Oh, yeah. Oh, man, that'd be fantastic. Oh, dude, I would, like, just, it's going to be amazing. It's just, that's really cool, though, that they're opening that up. That is some good news, and it's cool because this week, Curtis? Yep. Have you noticed? Neither of us has a story about anybody getting weed taken away. So far, so good. Yeah, the audience didn't complain or anything like that, but I kind of felt like a Debbie Downer always talking about people getting their weed plants taken, though it was kind of funny. I mean, to be fair, Malta being at a weed and, like, that many frickin' weed plants just being grown outside as if it was just, yeah, no big deal. (laughs) And they took the fucking lawn tractor. I'm still not over that. I'm still not over the fucking lawnmower. I am not over Oh man, you know that you know uh, that recent uh, that recent uh, CBD beef yes. um, picture that was posted to our Facebook page. There, if you oh by the way, speaking of our Facebook page, you should check us out on Facebook. Um, that's how I'm supposed to say it, right, Curtis? Yes. Thumbs up. Sweet. So um, check us out on Facebook, and uh, on there there was a picture of our CBD beef uh, cow from our episode five, the one before this one, because it's a fantastic thing. You should check it out if you don't know what I'm talking about listen to the episode you'll be in the know and it'll it'll click chef's kiss but uh we we need immediately to get our graphic arts department and by that i mean either you or me whoever is not feeling lazy um into make we need to make a a poster similar to that but for the free our homie lawn tractor yes yeah free our homie lawn tractor because seriously man they took the lawn tractor it's like it's a story i covered was that episode one that was episode no, two. 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 Episode two, because we didn't start covering news really until... Yeah, but uh, with the the episode we started covering news, but that one there, I talked about this tractor being stolen, and they, I can't believe it. I'm still not fucking over it. It hurts. It hurts, guys. And the, the lawnmower did nothing wrong. He was just there to mow the grass. Oh, yeah. And not even the weed. But yeah, so um, th- we didn't talk about anybody getting their weed stolen this uh, this week, aside from you know me just then reminiscing about that lawn tractor so, tale of so, misfortune. Good. But I Very think, good. what do you think we should do now, Curtis? Well, I think we should try out a new segment here today. A new segment? Oh yeah. Well, I like memes. You like memes. Everyone Dude, likes memes. memes because memes, memes make are great. people laugh. Even so, people who hate memes love memes. So here's my idea. First off, Shank. How you feeling right now? I feel fantastic, dude. I feel happy. Um, they were definitely right about that aspect of the weed. I do feel energized um, and very focused. Uh, I understand what they mean by calm, though, because it does have this very kind of uh, disassociative uh, note to it. I'm, it's, uh, I, I don't, I'm, by I'm that thinking... I mean... Yeah, by that I mean I'm picking up it's, on what you're saying. Cause... Yeah, you're picking up what I'm putting down. But it has a bit of a disassociative, very light and airy, almost like almost like a floaty feeling to the uh, to the high. Um, but I I do feel very energized. Um, like I don't 
I feel like I could run a marathon, but at the same time, I'm thinking, why would I do that instead of rolling another joint of this right. absolutely magnificent weed and smoking it right now see, while we record this awesome podcast for these beautiful people that are listening to it? See, How about you? As for me, I'm feeling pretty, uh, I got a nice euphoric body high going on, uh, feeling nice, feeling good. Uh, as you can tell, I'm a little bit more talkative than I usually am, which I, I think it's very nice. It's um, so good. But I think... We're gonna smoke a bowl. I'm gonna finish rolling this joint. And then I think we should get into some dank memes. Dank memes. Smoking weed and peeping memes. So, Curtis, what do you have for me this uh, lovely podcast? Well, uh, we have some memes here that have been scoured from all over the internet. Uh, Curated. I, sometimes. Some of these we don't exactly know who got them first because yeah. they just get sent to us from yeah. our our Random. meme our meme associate. Yeah, our, our our associate in charge of memory. Exactly, but if you're watching along on YouTube, they will be posted up there. Uh, otherwise, you can check out our Facebook or Instagram. Some of these will be posted during the week. Yeah, yeah. Um, but here I have one. Uh, me, I love you porn director cut what the fuck, <laughs> fuck. yeah oh my god i can just picture that it's like i love you cut what the fuck <laughs> uh you got any for uh, us oh yes i absolutely do i absolutely do i have one here now it's uh basically it's an image picture this a dude standing uh at a bus stop next to the grim reaper all right and uh the, the grim, grim reaper yeah, he's looking down at the dude. He's like, so, your wife managed to unlock your phone about an hour ago. Do you want to go home first, or should I just take you now? <laughs> that sounds pretty screwed. <laughs> oh, yeah, I mean, he's fucked either way. Um, no, uh, game with chess, no, no game of chess that was played that day, I don't think. Um, so I got one here. Uh, this one, with all respects to the... Uh great lord harambe but it's a picture of harambe with the child and if caption is i don't have much time so listen carefully the price of the ps5 is and it just ends there you know what happens f in chat boys f in chat boys put it in the chat for harambe f in the chat buds that was that oh that's (laughs) oh memory that's a solid meme i'll give that that's a solid meme all right I'm okay with that one. So I got another one here. I'm feeling these uh, text message memes tonight. I'm just on this kick yep. for some reason. Um, so the, okay, so this is a message from a son to his dad, right? And he's like, "Where the hell are you?" And the dad says, "Hardware store." And the son's like, "Dad, mom's birthday party is right now." And the dad says, "Lows before hoes." <laughs> <laughs> That's a pretty good one. <laughs> uh, I love it, man. I love it. Uh, what else are you hitting? What else? Yeah, I know you got something else for me. Um, hold up. I, oh, crap. I just have this one here. Uh, well, I lost what I was going to do. So instead, I'm just going to put this video up here of um, <laughs> <laughs> these guys wrestling. <laughs> I just say, oh god, oh man! When your crushes want to hold hands before marriage, <laughs> and it's these two guys 
in a WWE <laughs> match, wrestling these two scantily clad women. Oh, it's it's a hilarious eleven seconds. No, folks. First and foremost, we know wrestling is scripted. These people are athletes and actors, and like they're just clearly they're reenact they're reenacting some kind of scene. I don't know. I don't know what the context is, but out of context. It's just these two guys beating up these two girls because they're they want to hold hands before they get married, and that's goddamn hilarious. That context oh, is hilarious. I mean, we I don't, don't believe in beating anybody, but it's wrestling. I know they're not yes. actually hurting each other. They're just they're just playing with each other and having a good time. It's, that's fantastic. We're here for the in- entertainment. We hope you. Want I know to. it's it's exactly. They're not hurting each other and they're having fun and it's a it's a spectacle and I enjoy I enjoy oh. seeing that. That was funny. Well, shit. Well, yeah, you can post that'll. Do be you have the... any other memes for us? I do. I got another one here. It's a another uh, text one. All right. It's the last one I got here, though. Um, so it's from one bro to another bro. So we'll have bro A and bro B. So bro A says, bro. Bro B says, what, bro? Bro A says, what if dinosaurs created humans and then, like, left Earth? And then there's, like, on the bottom of the screen, a message notification that says, Illuminati, stay right where you are. <gasps> bum, bum, bum. You done been caught, boy. You done been caught. You done been yeah, done. I wouldn't bother running, man. Illuminati's after you. What are you going to do, man? They got cameras in every dollar bill. Dude, seriously. Oh, yeah. It's like, you know. If you're worried about getting filmed, I love getting filmed, so you can just send all of them to Curtis, and he'll make sure that they find their way to me somehow. So, Shank, I got <laughs> one more meme here, and I think it relates yeah. to you, and I need you to let me know if this one is you know, how it's actually done. Okay. All right. So the syrup making process. Yes. So uh, if I'm correct, uh, or if this guy's correct, yelling at a maple tree, release your pancake sauce to me, you piece of shit. That's, that's, that's good. That's good. Um, it's, it's, it's close. It's on point. Um, but it's the right, it's the right phrasing. It's kind of like Wingardium Leviosa, you know, not Leviosa, Leviosa, Right. Oh, so I forgot the you, A at the end. Yeah. So the way that you're supposed to say it is, so okay. Now, it's, enunciation is very important. Of course. Release your pancake sauce to me, you piece of shit, eh? Perfect. Yeah. 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 So that's you how it's supposed to go. I, w- I will say at the end you did start sounding a little bit Mexican Canadian, but. Oh, hey, man. <laughs> That's what America hey, will sound know. like in a little bit when we get taken oh. over by both of you. True. The unified front of Mexico, Canada. Mexico, Canada. Mexico. Mexico. Which would be cooler, Mexico or Mexico, Canada? Comment down below. Yeah, I'm... comment down below. Would you go with Mexico, Canada, or would you go with Mexico? I like Mexico, Canada. I kind of like Mexico. Really? It almost sounds like a business. Mexico sounds too much like Connects, like those knockoff Legos with the plastic sticks. I'm not saying it's bad. You guys comment down below whatever. Remember, those guys made Bionicles. Oh, but Bionicles, some of them are kind of cool, though, dude. Exactly. Connects made Bionicles. So (laughs) Connects is kind of cool. Ooh, dang. So vote below, folks. Yeah, whether you think uh, Conexico or um, Mexicanada would be the best name for the, our unified country to take once um, America like just kind of fucks itself once we over fall. enough and we all just kind of blend in yeah. the people that are remaining into our or do we just Or do we just continue with NAFTA and just change around what it actually means? 
<laughs> no, no, I don't. Or, I never oh, liked I'm sorry, NAFTA. Nambla. Yeah, I was gonna say I never liked NAFTA strictly because it it reminded me way too much of like the acronym of NAMBLA, and I just never, you know, the Jeffrey Epstein Club. But uh, yeah, NAFTA man, came so, way fucking I love first. That. Yeah, I know, right? But Release your heck? pancake sauce to me, you piece of shit. <laughs> Oh, I love it. I'm going to go yell that at the maple tree outside my house Like after this podcast is done being recorded. Walk out there and go up to it and release your pancake sauce to me, you piece of shit. And it'll just like... Right now, it's going to be beautiful. So That's fantastic, man. God damn it. Now all I'm thinking of right now is pizza because you brought it up earlier. I know, it's terrible, isn't like, it? This isn't it's a like... munchy weed, but I'm I'm just getting the munchies because I always go... <laughs> Oh, I know, right? Yeah. Oh man, munchies are fantastic. Oh yeah, everyone loves. Yeah, them. as long as you got them, do you have any munchies nearby? Uh, closest thing I got to me is Cliff Bars. I do got my mini fridge, but I haven't. Oh, Cliff, I, Cliff Bar fill you out, man. I'll square eat, your shoulders up. I'll eat in a little bit when we're out of it, but I don't know. Yeah, I always. This, this weed, um, I'm gonna know. note, is not a super munchy weed. Oh no, but not a super munchy weed. If I'm, you had I'm to pick your munchies. If you had to pick your munchies, what would you say is your top three munchies? Oh, my my top three munchies. If I Oh, man, my top three. All right. So I'm yeah. going to be very, very specific. All right? If we're going to talk right. about them. And I, 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 I'm, I'm going to, like, if I've got some you that can, I'm kind of about. If you, like something, you a, yeah. if you like something in general, say that you like it in general for one of them, but name your number one of that specific. Yes. So we'll if you do. like we'll chips do. in general, but you like sour cream and onion chips the most. Yeah. You know, yeah, I hear you. All right, all right, I got you, I got you. So first, uh, actually, I'll go third place. Third place first, yeah. I'll start. I'll start downwards. Bottom to top. People, people, fucking love countdowns. <laughs> so anyway, number so number three, number three, <laughs> a pound of bacon cooked to perfection. Wait, just an entire pound of bacon. Like, just don't get me entire... wrong, I fucking would love that, but as just a general one, munchy food. One entire pound of bacon. Well, that dude, that... I buy, like, all the time, like, from ba- from stores, I'll buy, like, a pound pack of bacon, right? Oh, yeah. And I'll be like, and I'll be like, all right, I'll get a pound of bacon, and then I'll cut the pack open. Right. And I'll and go, just cut yeah, the whole thing. I got a, I got oh, a yeah. giant-ass frying pan, and I'll be like, giant-ass frying pan, and I'll slap that bacon in that giant-ass frying pan, and I'll just cook the whole baby. <laughs> And oh, yeah. I always wear my apron, because you so, never cook naked. You never cook naked. Bullshit. That's um, how so, you get hair on your chest and burns on the rest of your chest. Well, I was going to say, that's how you get hair <laughs> off your chest. I mean, you can definitely... No, you but... get hair on and burns on the rest. I guess so, yeah. And, so, and chunks of bacon stuck in there. Uh, but, uh, yeah, but yeah. Later. So, number Snacks. two? <laughs> so, number two. Number two. Um, I like chips. Chips would be I have they have to fall into a number two place because my number one is so glorious to me that I can't okay. put anything above it. But chips, um, more specifically, favorite. my number one favorite flavor. It's super popular in Canada. I get, well, I'm not even super popular in Canada. It's probably not that popular here, but it's sold here a lot. Is ketchup chips? Um, Lay's ketchup a, chips specifically. Not a huge brand here, but uh, yeah. we do. Have I'm sure some they're available people. somewhere. They're I'm available. sure they're available. Um, but like yeah, Lay's ketchup chips specifically, um, I fucking love them. They're my favorite kind. But I will eat a bundle of different types of chips if you offer them to me because I just love that crunchy, savory yumminess. And that is my number two pick for munchies. 
Number one. So. Number one is going to be bagel bites. Very specifically, those bagel bites need to be cooked in a toaster oven or in an actual oven. But bagel bites of any kind, you can't make me pick because the have cheesy you... ones are good, the pepperoni ones are good. Have you no. tried cooking them in an air fryer? I have not yet, but I think oh. hearing that I need to. Well, I don't have immediately. I the only access I have to one is at my parents' house. I don't own one myself yet. Um, I know I only have a so regular your first fryer. Issue. I know I like fat. I like tons of fat. I like greasy grease grease. I'm a greasy fatty grease grease. But I'm like throw some I'm, butter in that bitch, dude. The reason why I'm a twig is because I eat all the fat. That is counterintuitive logic, and nobody out there listening to this podcast should take I, my advice. I am not a medical doctor, and this is totally just bad, happens. bad advice. Just don't. I have a good metabolism, and anyway. I'm I smoke a lot of weed. Anyway, it helps. But uh, anyway, so yeah, I I uh, I love bagel bites, man. They're fucking tasty. Just like when they're cooked perfectly, like you just there's something about them. I like. Okay, get this. So one time a while ago. Uh, when me and the other half were together, uh, first together, like our fridge broke for a, for a minute, and I had bagel bites. I had three eight pack boxes, like the you know the eight back like the the eight yes. trays or whatever. Yep, yep, yep. I had three of those in the freezer, and they were gonna go bad. I got baked out of my gourd, cooked all of them in our toaster oven, like, one sheet at a time, because, like, it would fit eight in there and right. eight in there. So I cooked one, rotated that out, put another one in. I cooked all of them, and the other half ate a couple. I ate every single other one. That day, yes. I'm not ashamed to admit, I I ate probably, I don't know, like, 20-something. <laughs> Jesus like, Christ. In a sitting. And I regret nothing. It was, it was just, it was a great experience. It was, it was like, I just, afterwards I just laid there and was like half proud of myself and half like wishing I had more bagel bites to eat. Um, but how about you, man? What would you say if you had to list your top three favorite munchie foods of all time, what would they be? Well, I think, uh, again, starting from bottom up and there's always so many, but from bottom oh, up, yeah. I think number three, I would have to say, would be Funyuns. Mm-hmm. Funyuns are just a nice Good. little crunch. I love onion. I don't know why, but I always have loved onion and garlic flavor. If you don't, sorry, but you're wrong. Um, I agree with you, Curtis. They're onion wrong and garlic are just fucking amazing and belong yep. everything on everywhere. It, Got a semi shop right now just thinking about it. Exactly. Um, <laughs> but... Uh, so Funyuns are just that nice little crunchy, flavorful onion. I like sour cream and onion chips. I like all other kinds of chips, but Funyuns are just that something special, something different. And it's a classic stoner food, of course, staple of diet. Course. Yeah, um, and you can and those are the ringy ones, right? Yeah. You, they, they're like yeah. ring shaped. Of you can put them on your fingers. Yeah. Um, <laughs> for me, number two would be Pop Tarts. Pop-Tarts of all varieties are amazing, as long as they have Number frosting one, no. on them. But my favorite fr- uh, Pop-Tart for sure has to be Wildberry. The classic the classic blue frosting, purple stripes through it, that nice mm-hmm. mixed berry jelly filling. A close second would be Hot Fudge Sundae, but Wildberry is where it's at for me. 
Oh yeah, Wildberry edges all of them out, man. Like exactly. it's the one that it's the one like uh it's a uh, like I think you said another time uh, uh that uh it uh you could eat them all at once. Like it's one that you could sit there and actually exactly. munch on them. Exactly. Yeah. Like you wouldn't get sick of it. With the, like I even, like s'mores myself, but like, yeah, I can, s'mores yeah. is a really good flavor. I like s'mores, but I feel with that if because I've eaten sat and eaten an entire box before, my you know yeah. guilty pleasure. Hey, but man, no shame, no shame. You munch when fucking, you want to munch. The uh, the artificial marshmallow taste that you start getting with it after you know halfway through your second one, I. It would be annoying. You're not, yeah, you're not wrong, and that's it's why that's why I agree flavor. with you that Wildberry for me would be number one. Like Wildberry would absolutely be number one for me because it's like the good, you could eat. Flavor. I could eat an entire package of them and be like, yeah, I don't More. feel bad about that at all. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, so I agree with you on that one, man. Like, for sure. it's like absolutely great. So you're number one, my friend. What's your number one? And number finally, one. number one. <clears throat> drum roll or fapping noise um it would be soft pretzels oh yeah now these could be any kind of soft pretzel in fact pretzels in general are good but the hard ones are good on their own but they're still subservient to funyuns soft pretzels oh my fucking god the buttery i know dude the salt on it the soft that fucking brown exterior with the nice soft interior Oh, so know, condensed sorry. and so nice and fluffy. Wetzel's pretzels, warm, like fucking Auntie Anne's pretzels, pretzel peddler, super pretzel. It doesn't yeah, we matter. Used, we used to have a we used Applebee's to have a pretzel with maker. their pretzel sticks, pretzel maker. Oh, yeah. yeah, we had a pretzel maker here in the mall near where I live, and uh, like I went there a bunch of times, mm. and um, I used to get their pizza bagel. So it had like all of the pizza, like toppings and sauce and. Like, they gave you, like, a little thing of garlic marinara sauce, right. and you could, like, dip it, and it was, like, cheesy and pepperoni all, like, in it, and it was just really good. Yeah. amazing. It was amazing. And, like, I used to love it, and they, they shut down a while ago mm -hmm. now. Like, that mall's a ghost town like a lot of malls are now. It's got, like, four cool. stores that are barely operating in it. But, malls are dying, um, unfortunately. Yeah, but, but you can luckily, even though, unfortunately, that place shut down, like, R.I.P. Pretzel Maker in that store, F in the chat. Exactly. Um, they, they, you know, the, the pretzel, the soft pretzel lives on. So I still have For access sure. to like a few places around here where I can order and you one can always, and just kind of, you can always go to the store and buy one of those six pack of microwavable ones. I, straight up. They're not exactly the same. If you want a really good, uh, pretzel thing, take any of those store-bought pretzels or any pretzels that you can find. If you have oil, deep fry them. Like, yep. air fryer is one thing. Yep. Like, you can air fry them, and they will get a nice crispy. But if you deep fry them, it'll cook the outside pop enough. Them in there. Pop them in there for a quick second. Deep fry it while it's on full heat. Take them out. Yeah, they don't, microwave they don't them. even need, yeah. Microwave them for <coughs> like 10, what, like sec 10, 10 I was seconds say 10, after 15 that. seconds, like 10, 15 seconds. That's even just in the to soft. You're good. You know, 10, 15 <laughs> seconds in the deep fryer, fully submerged. 10, 15 seconds in the microwave. And that'll soften it up, dry off the oil. And it'll just make this nice, perfect exterior crunch with the. If you soft, want before you before inside. you nuke it, you can sprinkle a little bit of bit more salt on top while it's still got the oil on it, and it'll uh, oh, yeah. stick the salt to the uh, yeah the pretzel after. And you won't even need the microwave. butter; it'll just be that Straight nice up. oil. Or you can mm -hmm. add butter if you want. I can add butter. 
I mean, add butter if you want, fam. Do what you want. Yes, queen. And then I like it just (laughs) like that. But if you want to add your cheese sauce or whatever, your mustard, that's all up on you. No judgment there. I prefer just the nice pretzel soft. Pretzel yeah, I don't. Salt. I don't think. I don't think I could uh, agree with you more thoroughly than I do, man. That's uh, like you. Oh, with you as like, well, man. Those are solid man, options and solid choices for munchies, man. And, and you know what? All I of definitely got to try the ketchup chips. Like, oh, they're good, man. I'm telling you, when you come up here, well, I'll get you some like Canadian good. You uh, know, if I can find chips. some here, then yeah. it would be great. If you, dude, if you if get not... your hands on some Lay's ketchup chips, try them out. Um, actually, you know what? You could even if you find a bag, you could save them. Try them out on the next podcast if you manage to. If not, maybe I can see, dude. I can, I might be able to see about shipping a bag to you. See if I can get that through customs, like if they'll allow it, right? Because they That'd do be allow good. some food products, like if you declare it and everything else, and blah blah blah. So it might, might, might be possible to do. So we can look into that if you can't find them, like if you can't pick them up locally. <laughs> oh yeah. Because uh, then you, maybe you can send me some fago or something like that. Oh yeah, I'll send you some of our weird flavors that we get. Yeah, send me some fago or something, man. Something I can't get up here. Oh, yeah? Because I'd have but... to go way out of my way to get my hands on any of that. So. For sure, man. We I wouldn't even drink out. it. I, I, just, I just keep it here. Um, It does look like we are running a little low on time now. We're yeah. hitting our end. So I think we're going to roll one for the pro boys. And oh, yeah. we will uh, be seeing you later. It is... Uh, yeah. Yeah, perfect. Don't forget to like, comment, subscribe, and yell at this to every single goose that you see when you're anywhere. If you see a goose somewhere, yell about our podcast directly to that goose. He will tell his goose friends, and that will help us in the long run. Inevitably, one of them will lay a golden egg. Straight up, bro. Later, buds. Later.